What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. Today, we're doing the week four player props show. We got Jesse with us. Jesse, how are we doing today, man? Good morning. We're feeling good, man. Feeling good, feeling good. And uh, we're going to go over all of the Sunday props today. We're not going to cover the Sunday night and Monday night football games. But um, some interesting stuff going on here. I think we're still waiting for a couple players and inactives and things like that. But for the most part, I think we have everything that we need. I think the Saquon Barkley is the only one that I can really think of as far as in or out. But that's on Monday Night Football. We're going to hop right into it. And uh, Falcons. More London, baby. Falcons. I'm excited to wake up tomorrow and have breakfast and football on at the same time. 8.30 football. Um, lovely. Do you, do you have any thoughts on how this game's going to go? I got one thought. Um according to this game and it's uh it's evan ingram evan ingram day it's uh falcons are pretty bad against the tight end they've allowed over a buck 50 yards uh evan ingram has eclipsed 49 or more yards every game this year and his prop is sitting at 46 and a half so mm -hmm. it's gonna be a little london special for me there Alrighty, uh i do like that as far as touchdown odds i mean sure etn i don't think he scored a touchdown this year i might be wrong on that he might have scored week I don't know if he scored. Um, so maybe he's due, you know, good players usually score once a month. So the I think Fal I will know the Falcons have not yet given up a touchdown to a running back. So maybe it's one of really? those meeting of the meeting of the universe as ETN hasn't scored. Falcons haven't given one up. It's week four. Maybe they maybe they budge. They're yeah, actually they they give up yards. Yeah. But yeah, zero touchdowns one of a few teams to not give up any rushing touchdowns. So I, I'm interested in it. Um, Bijan's never really hurt us. I think he hasn't scored a rushing touchdown yet this year. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that is interesting. Um, the Jags have given up one this year. It's kind of like it's interesting how both these defenses have not caved against the run. Yeah. Uh, they're actually you know, relatively okay defenses overall. Jaguars are a little more susceptible to the air, so this might be a Desmond Ritter what can you do for me game yeah. Drake London? I mean, if you're going to, if there's one receiver scoring for Atlanta, you know, it's, it's probably uh, London. And the Falcons are actually like one of the teams that give up the most fantasy points to the all positions here. You can see the wide receiver matchup is pretty decent. Um, I don't know. I, th I think the Jags offense will probably probably look a little bit better than what we've seen so far. So I'm interested in everything. Christian Kirk with no Zay Jones, especially. I think Christian Kirk's going to probably be in for a good game. I just I'm struggling. It's one of those things where you take both receivers to score Ridley mm -hmm. and Kirk individually. You'll probably hit one. Uh, but I do like the Evan. Ing I don't think Evan Ingram scored a touchdown this year either. So that that one's kind of fun. Any other Falcons touchdowns you're interested in besides Bijan? It's just hard to trust Desmond Ritter, you know. Yeah. Um, when I think about London games in the past, I think like lower scoring, guys are a little bit more tired from traveling, and you know, I just I think that you know TDs could struggle. I mean, maybe not. Maybe the Jays come out firing. I mean, they need a win. They need to. They've looked pretty poor in the last few weeks. So um, passing numbers here, they're saying Ritter over point five. Yeah, Lawrence at one point five. And plus 114. I, I kind of like Lawrence to hit, too. What do you think there? Yeah, I think he could definitely get the two touchdowns. Plus 114. That one's interesting. I'm just going to click on it and, and load it up in the queue. Uh, otherwise, passing yards, I'm not really confident unless you had anything to say on those numbers. No, I think, yeah, just, uh, just the Evan Ingram. I mean, nothing I mean, nothing from quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I, Ritter, I mean, 
Uh, we could probably start taking Ritter unders maybe and seeing. They got Ritter under interceptions here just because he doesn't throw the ball very much. But I'm interested in that one. Maybe Ritter throws a pick here as they're going to – I would imagine the Jags are going to force the Falcons to not play their, their game. I think that's what they want. They want to get out and – basically, if you can score early on the Falcons and make them uncomfortable and not get into their running ways – that's how you want to beat the Falcons. But rushing yards real quick here, Bijan 64 and a half. I'm not sure. That's a, that's a solid like – he should hit that, but minus 115, I don't know if I love it. Not sure I love any of these other rushing props. I do want to look at the receptions real quick. Uh, there's your boy, Evan Ingram. People are hammering the over four and a half. So it does look like an Evan Ingram today or day. And then you have Bijan here. People are hitting Bijan over 3.5. Those are the two that people seem to be slapping the most. So let's go look at their yards real quick. Bijan, people are on his yards, uh, but not so much on the Evan Ingram yards. If he gets five catches, he's going over 46 and a half, yes? Yep. Yep. I like that one a lot. Uh, we got Gully saying, what do you think of Ritter passing attempts? I don't know if I'm comfortable betting on that one. Um, he's at 28.5. People are betting the under. I'm, I don't know if they're going to get up that much to, to have to throw the ball. They simply do not want Ritter to throw the ball, so I'm – that's probably one I stay away from. I just, again, I'm not super excited about the Falcons passing offense, but did we spend enough time on the Falcons Jags? Anything else you want to note? Or is this Evan Ingram day and leave it alone? I think I'm good with that. All right. Washington and Philly. This one's in Philly. Philly's got a, almost a 10 point favorite lead here. There's going to be touchdowns in this one. They got 43 points here. So, you know, maybe three touchdowns for Philly and then it, we'll see if the commanders can get the two, but uh, who scores for the Eagles? Jalen hurts on a tush push. AJ Brown has not scored a touchdown this year, I believe. So that one, maybe. Yeah. They really tried to get him the ball last week. Um, weren't able to do it. I mean, he still had a great day. Um, so, I mean, he, he's due. I mean, he's, it's like a Jamar chase, right? I think they're yeah. both due. It's like, I think you just take them both as you get these elevated odds. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in AJ Brown. Um, DeAndre Swift is a tough one because like he's gonna need to score from a distance. You know, if they get inside the five, he's gonna he has a chance. But they literally, if they get within the one or two yard line, it's not going to Swift. Um, yep. And I I don't really know who else I'm comfortable taking the score here. I like the Hurts. I like the AJB. This might be one of those situations where you tap the AJ Brown and the Devonta Smith separately, and you, if one of them scores. You know, you're going to profit, and if both hit, which they can both hit, that's where it's going to be a little bit more fun. If the Commanders are to score one touchdown, who scores it? I mean, can we trust B-Rob against this, – this doesn't seem like – this doesn't feel to me like a Brian Robinson game. You know, I think it's – they're probably going to have to use a, more, a little bit more Gibson like they did last week against the Bills being down. Um, he's been very efficient, though, so if they get anywhere near the goal line, he's probably, he's probably fine in the end zone. He played well against the Eagles last year, 26 attempts, 86 rushing yards for a pretty bad average, but he did get the touchdown here, one of only three of his touchdowns last year. So it's it's okay. It's probably not the best game script for Brian Robinson, but if you had to take one of those guys, that's probably him. I would imagine Howell's going to have to air it out in this yeah, one. So that's what I'm if, if you're feeling dirty, you can take a Terry McLaurin touchdown separately with a Dotson touchdown. I would – that might be that might be kind of fun. One Terry or Dotson, one of those guys needs to score. I don't think Dotson scored this year. Terry's got the one, but that's if you're feeling extra dirty. 
Let's take a peek here at the passing numbers. Just uh, Chase says, quick thoughts on Kyle Pitts tomorrow. We didn't really talk about Kyle Pitts much. I do like Kyle Pitts. I mean, I do like the situation for Kyle Pitts. Um, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like Johnny Smith is, is you know, step for step yeah. and with targets. So it's just really hard to trust right now. Uh, the Jags are like they gave up tight end points here. They gave up almost 14 points per game, but right now that's like a, it's almost a 50 50 split for tight end production with Johnny Smith. So, like, we're thinking seven to eight points for Kyle Pitts is probably his probably his decent floor this week. It's just we need we need Ritter to finally hit him on a deep shot to get that uh, get the big play down. But uh, passing touchdowns, I think it could be a Jalen Hurts over two passing touchdowns day. We haven't. It seems like each week the Eagles offense is getting a little bit better at kind of what we thought they were going to be this year, like especially last year with just how much they, they aired it out and had success throwing the ball. Maybe we see Hertz uh, have some success throwing it. I'm not really sure if I want to take Howell's numbers here. I do want to look at the Howell interception, uh, minus 190 to throw one. Made through four last week, so I think it's just a continuation. They're going to need to throw the ball. Yeah. Yeah, let's take a peek here at the rushing receiving numbers. You got Gibson, which we don't trust. B-Rob at 51 and a half. I'm, like, he's going to need 15 carries to do it. I just don't know if the game script allows it. Any rushing numbers stick out? Do you like Swift's number? Yeah, I mean, I mean Swift is a hot hand right now, so it's that's just a continuation of you think he's going to keep getting the ball like he has been. Um, I mean, the commanders are okay against the run. They're right in the middle of the pack, 242 yards. So, I mean, that, that's it's probably a pretty good number. Uh, he's going to need he's gonna need another 50. Swift needs 15 carries, I think, to hit that. You times that by four, it gets a rate to 60. He's usually in the four to five yards per carry. So, probably on line for him. Sam Howell is going to be running for his life. Maybe he gets over the 12 and a half. I don't know if you're comfortable taking it. Uh, again, the habit that I like to get into is looking at the receptions first because that kind of paints the picture. They got A.J. Brown heavy under five and a half. They have Gibson under two and a half kind of heavy. Brian Robinson Jr. under. Um, they are liking Goddard a little bit to go over 3.5, and they're really liking Devonta Smith. So this might be a Devonta Smith day, minus 140 to go over four and a half receptions. Um, nothing really else stick. Anything else stick out here on the receptions total for you? Yeah, I mean, they're not really tapping anybody on Washington that hit their over, which, yeah. you know, you have to think in a game where it's going to be pass-heavy, you might be able to take advantage of maybe a, a Dotson gets four grabs or Terry, yeah. I mean, four and a half. That's you know, I like to think of one of those two is probably hitting. Yeah. It's just a game where, you know, you look at look at the strip last week, and Howell's not going to be as bad as he was last week against the Bills. You know, I mean, the Bills are elite against QBs. Well, the Eagles are good. They're not quite at the level of the Bills, in my opinion. Yeah, so uh, Devonta was getting smashed with his over. So if, if you give him five catches, he's probably going to haul one in for get it over 60. So I think that one sticks out for the yardage props. A.J. Brown's kind of – he's propped up pretty high at 73.5. Goddard, he's due for one of these games if you want to tap that. But I think the Devonta Smith one, people were taking the over on Smith at four and a half reception. So that one sticks out. Anything else you like here in this one? Yeah, I think Devonta kind of – it almost seems like the, you know it's a classic like kind of what it was last year. AJ Brown, Devonta, they're kind of going back and forth. It's kind of like yeah, you look at the matchups, you know, see how what plays out. Seems and like um, I know the Commanders took a first round uh, rookie corner, and he's good, but Devonta Smith and AJ Brown are pretty good. So um, 
Devonta Smith, eight for 169 and a touchdown week three at Washington later in the year, six for 39 and a touchdown. So he scored in both games last year. That's something I think uh, it could be a Devonta Smith game. Maybe he just he plays up to Washington. So I think that's pretty much it for this game. Any final thoughts on Washington at Eagles? No, I like just hope for a, a hollow bounce back after last yeah. week. That was pretty brutal for him. Yeah, he needs to just uh, wipe that one away, and they need to protect him better. I know he's kind of skittish behind the line, but they need to protect him a little bit better. Uh, Baltimore at Cleveland, we're still waiting to see if Watson's going to play. I, I would say he's probably playing, uh, but for the most part here, low-scoring game, 39 total implied here. Like, if you had to pick touchdowns for this game, I think it's Jerome Ford for the Browns, maybe Amari Cooper, and then who scores for the Ravens? Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a, not a great setup for Baltimore. So, I mean, the guy that when I was looking at this game that I really kind of stuck out as a guy who I, you know, maybe not his touchdown, but uh, Nelson Aguilar. In ah, uh, the two wow. games he's played, he's tapped four and five catches. Uh, his receptions are sitting at two and a half. So I kind of like that. I mean, we have no, no Odell, no Bateman. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are absolutely elite against the tight end. So Andrews is probably struggling so like where does the ball go it probably is a lot of dump offs to zay and it's probably trying to hit nelson aguilar to move yeah. the chains and i do think i think the browns let's see where the browns are i think they're really bad against uh, they're the best team against the opponent wide receivers but teams can't run on them teams can't do much on them but i think aguilar is a sneaky play because it seems like lamar trusts him so that one's kind of fun uh, it might be a Mark Andrews day. It could be a Lamar Jackson running the football day. I think Gus Edwards is cleared to play from his concussion. Honestly, I just I'm struggling to to have any interest in this one from a betting perspective. I just think it's going to be one of those twenty to sixteen. Like it's going to be sixteen thirteen. It's going to be kind of ugly. Um, so touchdowns maybe not the best one to look at here. Maybe we look at the passing props real quick. They don't have Deshaun in there quite yet people are obviously taking the lamar over one um lamar interceptions always a fellowship favorite 0.5 yeah slap it at minus 110 i don't hate it um yeah. and again just there's nothing in here because um there's nothing in here from from the Wait, I'm not awesome, so or numbers man I, yeah. I i'm i'm interested in these Aguilar numbers 24 and a half yards you know 2.5 so 2.5 and people are smacking the under. I don't know. I know, man. He's okay. played in the two games he's played. He's got, he's got, I think he's got five targets and six targets. He's got four balls and five balls. I um, mean, no Odell, no Bateman. It just seems like he's their number two this week. You know, I mean, everyone's slapping the Mark Andrews over. I, I mean, I, obviously, I get it. You know, but the Browns, man, they, they're just, I mean, Delpit, they're, they're elite against the tight end. A quick question here Are you starting Stroud or Lamar? Oh, man. I'm going to lean Lamar from the rushing perspective. Um, it's not an easy matchup for C.J. Stroud. Like, the offensive yeah. line for Houston's not good, and they're playing up They're playing up against the defensive player of the month in mm -hmm. Watt. So I, I'm probably going to lean Lamar. I think I agree. It, it's, two, it's two elite defenses, right? I mean, it's two yeah. ifs, you know. Trust the AFC North defenses. Yeah. Lamar got he got loose last weekend. He got some running. He got some touchdowns. Maybe that's this is just your vintage Lamar game where it's all him. Um, but we're going to talk about the Dolphins and Bills. I think for the longest part of the games today, 
This is the this is the one you want to put touchdown props in. 53 and a half total implied in this one. That's the by far the most, I think, of the week by a full touchdown. You gotta probably like Stephon Diggs. You gotta like Tyreek Hill. Raheem Mostert at minus 135 does intrigue me as well. But outside of those top three guys, are you feeling anybody here to score touchdowns? I think Josh Allen gets in there, uh, 125, and he's their running back. And uh, the Dolphins do give up points to running backs. I just don't trust James Cook to get the ball yeah. when it, you know, when it comes, you know, it's it's like the Eagles with DeAndre Swift. You just can't trust it. And then they bring, yeah, they bring in Latavius Murray. They bring in, they bring in like Damian Harris from like the 20 to the 10. And then they bring in Latavius Murray from the 10 to the goal line. And so it's either going to Murray or Allen gets in there. Uh, I think Gabe Davis has scored touchdowns in back-to-back games. Does he keep it rolling? Yeah, he's definitely got the potential. I mean, he's the only thing that makes me nervous. Obviously, the target share is not amazing. He's not yeah. getting a high amount of targets, but he's getting the targets, I guess, where you want to get them if they're if you're scoring touchdowns. Um, uh, this is what's going to be interesting for this game is like, do the Dolphins stick with riding Moster in a close game, or do they split it with a chain? Do a chain get some some looks? Um, so Josh Allen's had like he had two of his best games last year against the Dolphins. He threw for 304 and four touchdowns, 77 rushing yards last year against them. And just that was in Buffalo at Miami. He still threw for 400, two touchdowns and 47 yards. So like this is like Josh Allen likes this matchup. Um, so I, I like the rushing touchdown call. I do think like you, you probably got to take Stefan Diggs to score at minus 115. I think that's not necessarily a layup, but it's like a free throw, you know. As long as Giannis isn't shooting that free throw, it's probably going in. So, um, what about Jalen Waddle here? Like, Waddle hasn't scored a touchdown yet, I believe, this year. He's back from concussions. I know uh, the safety's missing for for the Bills, Jordan Poyer. A lot of attention is going to be put towards Tyreek, and you got Mostert. Could this be Jalen Waddle hot penguin action in Buffalo? <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. You can't count any of these skill players out from Miami. You know, Waddle. I'm sure Waddle, after seeing what his team did last week, is going to be a little bit extra fired up to get out there and, you know, make it known that you know he's still a pretty valuable part of this team. Um, where are you at with Devon Achan? Like, are are you like? I don't know if you have him in any fantasy leagues. Like, are you starting him? I've been. It's been. I've been struggling to tell people what to do with him because I kind of. I need to see it one more time in a game where it's not 70 to 20. And I think this is like the perfect game to sit back and just like see what he can do and what his workload is. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah, this is the tough one. Cause I mean, you're playing the bills. I mean, this is one of the premier teams in the NFL. You want to have your, your trust guy, your guys that you trust out there. You want to have your playmakers out there. So it's like, what kind of split do we see here? Does, does a chain get valuable touches or is he going to get touches, you know, just a couple, like maybe, try and hit home run plays with them. Yeah. And then Moster comes in for the rest. So if I don't have this, if I have better options, I'm, I'm, it depends on who you're, you know, who you're starting. Like I'm, I'm starting Moster uh, in, in all of you that have Moster, but A-Chain's probably my so, third guy. So in, a- in A-Chan or Jalen Warren? I'd probably take a flyer on A-Chan on that one. So that he's probably like in that like RB 24 to 30 range where like you're, you're considering him as a flex pretty much. Um, yeah. But uh, passing props here. Uh, Gully says Josh Allen over 23.5 completions. Again, looking at the numbers last year, he completed 25 at home. And then he also completed 42 of 63 passing attempts in that wild. They only scored 19 points in that loss and they threw it 63 times. So, 
that's crazy. something something to note there um both quarterbacks over two touchdowns i think that's that's fine you know what that, that could be a fun little like can you can you prop those together and try and see what kind of odds that gets you could do like a single game parlay yeah um passing yardage Buffalo is just so good defensively, but without Poyer, I think both of these are in play. I don't know if I love them more than the other, though. Um, I do want to look down yeah. here. Josh Allen pass plus rush, 309.5. Does that intrigue you? That's a pretty nice number. Probably. I think I'd rather do that than some of the other Josh Allen props that I think we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's your – so at minus 130 gullies, I don't know if I love it. I think there, there's probably juicier numbers. Um for us to take advantage of both QBs projected to score or to pass around 35 times the interceptions, both quarterbacks throwing a pick in this one. Um, yeah, I think we're expecting some volume on this one. Yeah. So may- maybe the passing attempts at minus minus one ten, I think I might prefer that than the 23 and a half over completions. Um, otherwise I-, I love when I do SGPs, I like doing the alternate yards, you know, I'll, I'll take two twenty five. And put it with Tua at 225 and, and kind of add some other low-hanging fruit alternates. Um, rushing numbers. Josh Allen, 35 and a half. That's a good number. Uh, yep. Raheem Mostert, 50 and a half, probably. Um, and then again, Achan, don't really know what to expect. People are smashing the over. James Cook, 58 and a half. That one. Yeah, what do you, how do you feel about pause? that? A slight pause. I kind of like the under. Oh, interesting. Kind of like Maybe a, just more of a pass-heavy pass heavy script against the Miami Dolphins. For James Cook to hit 60 yards, he needs 14 to 15 carries. You know, that mm-hmm. puts him right at four yards per carry. He's traditionally a 4.5 to 5 yards per carry guy. So he's going to – for him to hit it, he needs 13, 14, 15 carries. Um, so, I don't know. It just seems a little bit weird that that one's getting smashed over. Um, let's look at the receptions real quick. Here are your receptions. People are hitting the Kincaid over, so we'll be interested in his uh, over yards. People also hitting the James Cook. I'd rather take the James Cook, I think, reception or receiving yards total. Um, Stephon Diggs over six and a half getting smashed. Um, That's big. Anything stick out here? Like both Diggs. This is a big Diggs and Tyreek game. I think both guys are going to duel. Yeah, it's going to be. I hope so. I mean, I when I woke up and first, you know, kind of just was reviewing everything. You know, just the way that these defenses are playing. And, yeah, I'm, like, nervous that it's going to be, like, a, one of those letdown games. But, you know, it's a divisional game. It's a nooner. I, I, but I hope I hope it's a fun one. I hope we get some good action here. But, I mean, over six and a half on Tyreek and, and Stefan is that's where the money is at, you know. I mean, let's look at the yards because that kind of tells us a better story, I think. Um, James Cook, if people are smashing the James Cook over two and a half receptions, he's probably going to hit the 18.5. You have people, so people are hitting the digs and Tyreek over six and a half, but they're not really smashing the yard. So that might be the one to take advantage of here. I think that like digs 81 and a half, that looks really attractive and you're getting it at a cheaper discount than the Tyreek Hill one and it's mm-hmm. six yards less. So I think that one makes sense to me. Waddle is aggressive here. Yeah, um, what was Waddle's receptions at? Just four and a half minus one ten. So they weren't really. So I would hit this. I would hit the right. Yeah. Yeah. Grab five catches. Get yeah. We take the Waddle five catches over his yards. Um, Gabe Davis. Maybe he, he can do it on one play. We've seen it. Um, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, people were hitting that Kincaid number pretty aggressively. I think 
minus 130. I don't know if there's any juice to squeeze out of that. Anything you like here in the reception or receiving yards totals? Yeah, I mean, those Cook numbers look relatively attractive. Um, I mean, I think the Diggs one makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, mean, I think this is just going to be a high pass volume and hopefully the points come with it. But I think the yards are definitely going to be there. So, you know, you said game on one play. I mean, Mostert's probably not catching a ton of passes, but it's it's a pretty low number. He can do that on one screen, yeah. you know. I don't even think they get – did they give us a Mostert? Over two and a half. So they're taking the under on that. But, like, you know – You're getting two. You're getting two, right. You tell me you get two catches from Mostert, he's probably hitting, hitting 13 and a half yards. And if Gabe – people are destroying Gabe under three and a half. If he gets three catches, though, like he's hitting yeah, 41 yeah. and a half, like – so maybe there's a little juice there in the Gabe Davis. People are slightly liking the 41 and a half. So maybe, maybe Gabe Davis here. Otherwise, I don't really feel great about uh, the tight ends, Kincaid, Knox, and Smythe. Mm-hmm. I want to see more out of Kincaid yet, but maybe maybe this is the game where he gets a little bit loose here. Do the Dol- anybody, does anybody like, stink aggressively against the tight ends here? Uh, you got Miami allowing 14.3 points to the tight end. We know Buffalo's really good. They rank pretty low here, but we're not interested in Durham Smythe. So maybe maybe there's some Kincaid and Knox um, opportunity here. Mm-hmm. It's just tough to know. You know, I mean, anytime there's split tight ends, you're always like, it's kind of a coin flip on who's going to get the yeah. who's going to get the love. Um, but if you think about it, like more pass-heavy scripts, probably more Kincaid. Yeah. 25.5, not terrible. Get your touchdown bets in this one, guys. We So we have about 20 minutes left in the show, Jesse. Uh, we'll kind of start to pick up the pace on some of these. Uh, Saints and Bucks, tell me what's going on here. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, – their car is somewhat banged up, so that makes me kind of nervous. On I mean, Apparently, he's looked good throwing the ball. Uh, I mean, one crunch, and he's – out for the game, so I'm a little bit hesitant on New Orleans in general. I kind of think maybe the Bucks surprise and win this game. Um, I think they've just been playing really well. I think uh, we're going to like watching the Mike Evans March on Lattimore show. You can't really bet Mike Evans, though. Lattimore has his, has his number, if I recall, but you know, yeah. th- those guys like to go back and forth, so maybe this is finally where Godwin gets his, because I don't think Godwin scored yet this year. Uh, Evans has Correct. kind of been the guy. Um yeah, Evans has got three touchdowns, one in each game. Godwin. He's got the yard. Like, his yards are fine. Like, you know, he's 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 fine. It's just, and I mean, this is the, you know, AK's back. Um, you know, so there's really, it's not, as you can tell, I mean, it's all plus odds. So it's like, Vegas doesn't really know where the TDs are coming from. Yeah. I'm not too sure this is going to be a high-scoring game. Well, maybe, so they don't have Winston or Carr in yeah. here yet. They're saying Baker's going to throw one. Um, yeah. So maybe this is one of those this is one of those situations where you take the Mike Evans touchdown separately and you take the Godwin touchdown separately. Whatever your unit is, I'm just putting ten dollars in here. If um if one of them scores, you're making money. If both scores, you're going to Applebee's after. So um something to think about. Um from the Saints perspective, Winston revenge game, I think it's there. Um Maybe Olave has not scored a touchdown yet. He's getting elite usage. Winston kind of locks on to players sometimes. Wouldn't be opposed to that, but I'm probably going to want to hold on this one. Not only do we have a new quarterback entering, we do not trust Winston. And you also have Alvin Kamara coming back. So, like, we kind of want to see what this offense looks like, I think. Um, 
Rushing, yeah, receiving, that's... rushing receiving numbers. You mentioned liking Godwin. Let's look at his receptions real quick. Uh, Godwin at five and a half. People are taking the under. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm not, this one, this one's not really, I'm excited for the Camara return, but from a fantasy standpoint and a betting standpoint, I kind of want to stay away. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that super excites me. I mean, Bucks, I mean, I mean if you're looking at like defensively, what are these teams bad at? Bucks, you know, they, they give up points to the receivers. So, I mean, you're, you know, a lot of it is always in play. All right. Here's your lock prop for the game Rashad White under 51 and a half. Lock. Yeah. It. I mean, he's going to need 19 carries to get that against the Saints defense. He can maybe hit it with, with 17. 19. I think, yeah. But for him to get up to that volume in a game where they're going to be just dinging him for two yard, 2.8 yards per carry, probably like we'll pass here, but let's move on to the game of the day. Vikings at Carolina Panthers who wins and uh, how many points for Justin Jefferson? I mean, this is a uh, scary territory for the Vikings. If they don't win this game. Um, yeah, I mean, JJ is wide receiver, well, two with no touchdowns on the, on a year. One. One touchdown. Yeah, he scored last week, finally. Uh, so, I mean, you just – the guy's he amazing. Minus 115, you got you to gotta, you gotta take it. You know, he's one of the best players in the game. And, he, and he's playing so well, but he's wide receiver three, and it's like we don't, like, really appreciate how well he's playing so far. Um, but after JJ, I mean, Addison's kind of a fun one at plus 185. He's been pretty hot. I can see Hawkinson scoring here. Vikings, probably two touchdowns for sure, if not three in this one. Mm-hmm. You can load up on Vikings. Honestly, Hawkinson, Addison, not really trusting Madison. I don't want to recommend the minus 105. I want to see what they do with Cam Akers. Um, with Bryce Young, though, at QB, are you liking any Panthers to score? Yes, I was going to say, is Young coming back into this, it's like he just – How's he going to look? Vikings defense is actually pretty bad, but yeah, uh, I actually like, so Miles Sanders has kind of been dealing, dealing with some sort of nagging injury. So the Chuba Hubbard number is not terrible. Um, if I look at, you know, I mean, the Vikings, yeah, actually, actually, if anything, they're okay against running backs. Like yeah, you can tap the receivers and the quarterback. I mean, these have generally been high scoring games. It's just you got a rookie quarterback coming back off an injury. It's like, you know, it, the, yeah, I was going to say the revenge narrative is always yeah. always in play, right? Um, overall, you just don't love it, though, right? I'm not. Yeah. If Andy Dalton was the quarterback, I think we'd be interested in some of these props. Yeah. People are smashing the under Bryce Young one and a half touchdowns. People are hitting the over Kirk Cousins. So if Kirk Cousins throws two, take the JJ touchdown. Honestly, take JJ, take Hawkinson, take Addison. Two of those guys will score tomorrow. Okay, like. Um, seems pretty simple to me. Do you like a Bryce Young interception at minus one twenty? It, it it seems like a pretty nice number. I guess the question will be is if they're going to try and limit his volume. Yeah. So it sounds like it's going to be a Miles Sanders day. Um, and if I he's, is he in, even healthy? Is he even coming in with a groin? So I noticed you mentioned Chuba earlier, but they don't have anything mm-hmm. in here because of that for those guys. Let's just see if the receptions come in real quick. They got JJ getting dis- destroyed. Jeez. Oh my goodness! Um, Adam Thielen at four and a half. It's even pretty much here. Uh, people are taking the over on Madison two and a half. I, would you take that under? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a pure That's volume. Weird. I mean, it's pure volume play, and it's like this is Acres' first game, so I don't think we're going to get a ton of Acres, yeah. but it's like we could start seeing the beginning of the end for Alexander Madison, so it's just not a guy I like to click. Hayden Hurst, man, we'll have to look at his yards because uh, that one's aggressive. Yeah. They are also under three and a half for Jordan Addison. What do you like? Do you, do you like the over three and a half for Addison here? As each week he's caught Osborne in terms of snaps and he easily out targets uh, Osborne. Yeah. But people like the Osborne two and a half over. They like the Addison under. So, but I think, like you said, I mean, the numbers are the numbers trend for Addison. So it seems like. Every week, every week till a little bit more, a little bit more. I mean, I think like if you look at these Viking weapons, like two of these are probably going to hit their over at least. Uh, you got Addison at 40 and a half. You have JJ at 100. Um, Hawkinson at 49 and a half. I saw people taking the under five and a half. So if he gets five for 10 yards a yeah. catch, that puts him right at his line. I don't know if I love it either way. Uh, but people were aggressively taking that Hayden Hurst over, what was it, three, two and a half here. So yeah, yeah. three for 25 for Hurst seems like low-hanging fruit. It's just not a very fun bet. Um, I'm going to take the Thielen over 49 and a half, man. This is a game for Thielen to uh, kind of stick it to the Vikings, I think, in a little bit here. It's, I'm, I'm sure he's not like a revenge narrative guy, but he wants to show up against his old team. So that one makes sense. You clicking anything else in here? No, sir. Yeah, let's uh, let's keep it moving here. We do want to get to the Chicago Bears and the Broncos real quick here. We'll be quick in this one, guys. Um, there's gonna be some points in this one. It's gonna be fun. I think. I saw, yeah. I think Javante gets a first touchdown of the year for himself. I can't really recommend Sutton Judy touchdowns. I think I might like the Russell Wilson lines, but who scores in this game? Yeah, I mean, I think you're in the right call. I think you know. Denver receivers will score. Who's going to get the touchdown? It's a little bit up in the air. You know, maybe it's a Marvin Mims. Uh, but I actually like this game for Khalil Herbert, and then I like you to go turn around and sell him. Um, yeah, seems like a get right. This is a this is an opportunity. The Bears are going to be desperate to win. Yep. I think you know, yeah. You take even if you take away the Miami game for Denver, their rush defense has not been the greatest this year, and I think Herbert. I think he finds the end zone. I mean, Roshan could too, but I think Herbert in a positive game, game script here, you know, he finds that he has a, he, he you know, puts up like 16, 17 fantasy points. It looks nice. People get optimistic and just go and trade. Uh, I just want to point out that the Broncos allowed 70 points last week and they are three and a half point favorites on the road in Chicago. What? That's um, it's pretty sick. I, I'm, we have to remember what the, what did the Bears do against the Chiefs last week? Was... So I'm I'm thinking your your same exact narrative for Khalil Herbert. I'm going to apply that to Justin Fields. Start Fields this weekend as your QB one. He's going to probably put up fantasy points. I think he's going to go over 20 fantasy points in this one. Think about selling him as people maybe consider the Bears are kind of opening back up. So maybe this might be a sell opportunity after this weekend for Fields, DJ Moore, Herbert. Just consider that. I do expect the Broncos offense to play well. I want to look at the um, the Russell Wilson. I think I'm into this one. Yeah, one I have over. I've, that's the one I wrote down for this game. So. Wilson's been playing pretty good ball. It's just their defense yep. is like really, really atrociously bad. So I'm open to Wilson 1.5. I think I don't. Are, are we putting that on the list this week? <laughs> it, it's it seems like a nice number. Um, 
yeah, I mean, his, all his numbers look pretty pretty deflated. 241 passing yards seems like a pretty reasonable clip, too. Yeah. He's been pretty solid, and I think people are underestimating him. Uh, he could be a sneaky DFS play for me as well. Uh, people are taking the fields over interception. Do you like a Russell Wilson interception? People are hitting the under here. Don't know if I feel it, but. Against the Bears, I, I, I just don't trust the Bears to do yeah. anything for me, you know. You see the Chase Claypool thing this morning? Yeah, yeah, they're not using me right. Um, Chase, buddy. Maybe Javon. Like, I, I honestly don't want to put many props into this game. I mean, Herbert, forty and a half rushing yards again. I think uh, that seems like a pretty good line. Aggressively on the Roshan here. Yeah, I mean, I got to start him in a league. You know, I just hope he can stumble and bumble around against a bad defense. <clears throat> Real quick receptions. People are smashing the Claypool and the Troutman. And the commit. Interesting. Mm, I don't know. Nothing really uh, Nothing really sticking out here to me. I, I think we spent enough time on this one, man. It's Broncos. It's Bears. Unfortunately, I think like pretty much 90% of the United States is getting this game on TV at noon. So like oh, we're going to be God. like eyes peeled, like watch it, you know. Thank you, Lord, for Red Zone. Yeah. Um, Bengals, Titans. I don't feel comfortable with any Titans. I think they ruled out Traylon Burks already. It's Jamar Chase week, boys, plus 120. Jamar Chase scores. Who else scores? Please, Jamar Chase, find the end zone for us. Um, on the other side of the ball, I do like Chig this week. I think uh, this is, could be the Chig week. Uh, his Maybe not for a touchdown, but we'll look at his Yeah, I mean, it's 390, right? It's tough, but I mean – if I'm thinking about this game, the Bengals, if Joey B is a one week healthier, you know, this is a game where the Bengals should be able to control the narrative. And then the Titans are going to have to try and pound it with Henry. You know, he hasn't looked great this year. So I, and I mean, no Burks. Hopkins is kind of banged up a little bit and just hasn't looked great. So yeah, kind of like the Chig. Henry at minus 130, may, I, I'm fine with it. Titans run defense is so good, but Joe Mixon, I mean, if they get it on the two yard line, I'm sure they could punch it in with Mixon. But uh, I did highlight Joe Burrow over 1.5 passing touchdowns at minus 115. If he throws two, Chase is catching one. And Higgins uh, so far has two two bust games, one boom game. Maybe he booms in this one. I I don't really. This yeah, game, both defenses are pretty good. And the Titans are like a. Uh, they're a funnel defense. You want to throw on um, this defense. So that's why we're liking, well, Oconquo. But uh, I do think Jamar Chase, 83.5, is in play. T. Higgins with a low 57.5 is in play. Um, we're not touching the rushing numbers here, I think. No, I don't, I'm not touching. No rushing numbers. Reception totals real quick. People are people are hammering the Chase. They're hammering the Henry. Um, and the Higgins looks like aggressive here. So I, I think this is what we're going to get what we bought in fantasy from Higgins Burrow chase this weekend. I think this is just kind of on track and on schedule for the Bengals passing offense, but Oconquo people are taking the under three and a half. Um, I'm sure if it was 2.5, we'd be all up in it, but mm -hmm. he's the number two target in this game. Maybe he gets a lot of uh, nickel and diming targets here. So 31.5 makes sense. Any other final thoughts on this game? No, not really. I mean, Tyjus Spears' numbers are pretty low. Um, if this game does get out of hand, I think we could 
you know, if the narrative there, we believe in the narrative, let's say Bengals get up 17, seven first half. It could be a little bit of Taiji in, yeah. in the back half. Um, but otherwise, yeah, no, this is hopefully a get right game for the Bengals. So we only got a, a few more minutes left for you. Did you want to pick the game that we click into next? Rams, Colts, Steelers, Texans, Raiders, Chargers. What, what do you need? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, let's. Uh, it's Anthony Richardson's back against the Rams. Um, I think there's a few things we like in this game. Uh, Nakuo, get back on track uh, right before Cooper Cup comes. Um, yeah, Arich. I mean, he he played a full full you know full slew of practice reps. Um, Colts are, you know, could be a, you know, could be a contender in the AFC South. You know, I mean, we'll see the Jags look like tomorrow morning, but really, yeah. it's wide open for them to, to um, win this division. Are we labeling the Colts as a pass funnel defense? Like, you want to start pass catchers against them? Uh, I mean, I think you do, yes. And I mean, they're, you know, they're okay against the running back, but they really do. Yeah. I mean, quarterbacks. It's just that the secondary is just really, really poor. Um, they've already dealt with a couple of injuries. They got a few rookies back there, so I think Puka is a really good play. I think Tutu is a really good play this week. Yeah. You got to fire those guys up. This could actually be a this could be a high scoring game. Like, yeah, this could be a be, fun game. Like Matthew Stafford in DraftKings tomorrow. Sign me up. Um, yeah. I did. I did see something where the Colts' primary um, defense, I believe, is zone, and that's where Puka eats. Like Puka is a zone. He just he just sits in zones. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does favor, I think, Puka in this one. He hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Tutu has scored a touchdown. Again, after four games, a player should probably score that has that many targets for Puka. So I think a touchdown's coming there. But I also do like the Atwell one. Atwell looked really good the other night. Like I thought he really good. He, like we were all kind of wrong about him when he came out. He was he's he's very small, but uh, like he, looked, he, looks, he looks like a player that can stick around. We're not taking a Richardson receiver, but if it was one, it's Pittman. Um, and then I did notice Higby's on the injury report. So we have to watch for that. That might make me even lean more into Puka and Tutu um, if, you're, if you're feeling those ones. Did you want to look at the rushing numbers real quick? Or let's, let me see Stafford's real quick. Um, Stafford, one and a half passing touchdowns, minus 110. Are you interested there? Yeah, it could be a good uh, – it could be a nice click. Uh, any other – well, we want to look at the rushing numbers, I think, for A. Rich. 47.5. Do you think he's a little bit more hesitant with the concussion from yeah. the last week? First week back, do you think they kind of just played a little bit more cautious? Or do you think they're like, all right, well, you're ready to go. Let's, yeah. let's get out there. Um, I think it could be a little bit more caution. I mean, depends, um, I think, how the game goes, really. We did get a nice little super chat in here from Carrie G., uh, we're benching Ridley for Atwell and Tank at receiver. Good call or no? I bench Ridley for Atwell and Tank. So interesting. So Atwell and Tank in. Are you interested in getting Ridley in over any of those guys, Jesse? Atwell's a play for me. I think I might stick Ridley over Tank though. Okay. Uh, against the Steelers, I think Houston could have a little bit of reality check. Um, that's so. I think it would go Atwell one, Ridley two, Tank three. What are your thoughts? I, I think I'm I'm we're we're ranking two two Atwell over Calvin Ridley right now. This is crazy times. We are in crazy times right now. But I think Atwell is the play. This game, this game's gonna be like I can see this game going to overtime tomorrow. Like this the, I think if you're interested in like betting um like the popular 
over. Like, I'm taking 46 over here, I think. I think this game, both teams run fast. They both run a lot of plays. So Atwell, I think, is the guy that we're starting for sure. To be honest, I think Ridley and and Tank, it's kind of like a coin flip. I think if you have a gut feeling and you want to play Tank, I'm not opposed to it. Ridley's been pretty disappointing for two straight games. And Christian Kirk has actually looked like the better player the last two games. So for me, Atwell is a yes. um, But I'm going to recommend, like, trust your gut. Like, if you think Tank's the guy, and and Steelers' pass rush is pretty legit. So we could see C.J. Stroud in the the Titans or the Texans struggle tomorrow. But either way, um, I think we got to go Atwell, Ridley, Tank. It feels too premature to sit Calvin Ridley yet. But, man, if, if Ridley does this weekend again, yeah. and P.S., this is a Calvin Ridley revenge game. Did we need to even talk about that? Mm-hmm. The Falcons, man. Um, so I'm going to go I'm gonna go Atwell, Ridley, Tank. Thank you, Kerry. Um, yes, thank you, Kerry. I'm excited for this Colts-Rams game, though. I think you want – I think you want numbers. You want props. You want touchdowns. You want res- – do we look at the receptions real quick? What's our boy Puka at? Uh, 6.5. People are smashing the under. 2-2. People are hitting the under. Did you like any of the reception totals here? Yeah, I mean, so Puka with a 6.5. I mean, you're essentially treating him like Tyreek, a Stefan, a Chase. Um, I, I mean, against this Colts defense, I mean, it's very – I mean, it's it's possible. 2-2, uh, 4.5 is another number that's like – they're probably good lines. I mean, they're really good lines. But I think I think if I'm taking one, it's the Puka over on that, and then 72 and a half yards. I mean, look, they like two two at 15 and a half. I mean, yeah. maybe you know, I think maybe this is like a convergence of like Puka and two two based on last week. But I think if you look at the first two weeks, Puka really ate. And like you said, this is a game that he could really be the guy again. So yeah. I think I'm gonna lean into the Puka numbers. I think I think it's gonna be one of those. Puka's probably getting double digit targets in this one. Um, so that's kind of where I stand. But we are at 9.45. Jesse, did you need to get out of here? I think we can do one more. One up. more. I'm going to let you pick the game then. Um, yeah, Steelers-Texans like- is there. Raiders-Chargers, 49ers-Cardinals, Patriots-Cowboys. Um, anything? I mean, so Raiders-Jimmy G, we don't, we're not sure what his status is. Pick your player chargers, man. Like yeah, take the yeah. Keenan touchdown. Take we're I I don't like Josh yeah. Kelly, man. Just take the Keenan touchdown. Um 49ers take the CMC two touchdowns. Um yeah, he has crazy stats right there. I mean Steelers Houston. It's Ayuk tomorrow, right? Ayuk Debo's ding dots. I like Ayuk. Yep. Um, Ayuk Cowboys is tough. I think you take the Tony Pollard. Um yep. you taking a Najee T D tomorrow? I, I think he's gonna get his touchdown tomorrow. He's gonna get one. He's gonna get one. Yeah, he's gonna. What are his odds? How how he's got to be like minus one one fifty, minus one thirty. Might be like even money. I mean, plus one hundred. Come on. Okay. Make Come us on. earn it. They're making us earn it. Plus one ten, man. Probably. He's probably falling in, right? Probably. Is Danny Pierce gonna get score? Gonna yeah. score? You do the thing that we do with receivers. You take the Najee touchdown. You take the Warren touchdown. Whether it's running or receiving, one of them's got to score tomorrow. One of them has to. It, otherwise, like we're going to burn the Steelers down. Um, so that's kind of where we stay. But any final thoughts for tomorrow, Jesse? I'm, I'm excited. It's week four. We do have a good glimpse at everybody. 
Um, Chiefs, take your Travis Kelsey touchdown. I did see that in the comments. Uh, it's always always got to put Kelsey touchdown on the card. Um, always. Any final thoughts for tomorrow? I'm just excited for uh, these games, man. Yeah, I think we got three weeks of data, so we have a little bit more to rely on on how these teams are shaping up. Um, you know, there's a few interesting, interesting games. A couple 0-3 teams that are desperate. Uh, time to see who the contenders and the pretenders are as we head into, a, you know, kind of the heart of the season. So it's always, it's always fun. Uh, Raiders Chargers tomorrow could be ugly if no Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so keep an eye on like the Chargers defense. Like if no Jimmy Garoppolo, man, like Chargers defense open to it. But Josh uh, Kelly, are you playing him in fantasy? Josh Kelly or Devon Achan is kind of where I'm stuck in. Um, if if Garoppolo's out, Kelly's scoring because. Chargers yeah. probably by double digits. So yeah. either way, it, it doesn't feel good banking on a touchdown from a guy that's looked like complete garbage the last two weeks. So um, slightly concerned there. Otherwise, um, CD Lamb scoring a touchdown tomorrow. He's three games without a touchdown in a game versus Bill Belichick. I think CD Lamb shows up. Um, at home, too. At, it's at home, so we'll see what happens. But that's going to do it for us, guys. I, I'm going to start loading up some of the, the like the props to consider on the website. So uh, we're going to enter five in today. Jesse, if you had to take one off the top of your head and put it in there, what one are you doing? Russ Wilson, two touchdowns. Two passing touchdowns. I think that was plus 100. So we like the Broncos offense tomorrow. Should be fun. Uh, but yeah, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna upload some of these picks and, and get those guys entered for you. I'll probably blast it on Twitter and in, in the Discord. But that's gonna do it for us. Jesse, enjoy. You're going pumpkin picking today. That's no, that's our other main man. Ah, uh, okay, Drake. Alrighty, I got the I got the harvest festival to go to today, so we're gonna be hanging out with the nieces. But uh, either way, enjoy the rest of your guys' Saturday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys uh, next time. Peace. Mm -hmm.